Hey, Magic Makers. I wanted to talk today to talk about motivation, right? So many times I hear this regularly. If I had more motivation, I would work out more. I would eat better. I would, I would, I would, I would, I would. Raise your hand if you've ever said that. Well, and you know, I always say this motivation isn't going to ring your doorbell and come knock on your door. Instead of, of focusing on trying to find this mythical motivation, what if we focus on our environment? What if we set our environment up for success? And so, you know, this idea came to me from um, the book Atomic Habits, right? James Clear talks a lot about how uh, our ancestors, you know, had to deal with our environment for in order for us to evolve. And so if we didn't figure out how to farm in a hostile environment, we probably would all be starving right now, but we were able to evolve and adapt and find, find ways to work with our environment. And so instead of thinking that your goals, weight loss, whatever, weight loss, strong strength, muscle building, whatever your goal is, even outside of the realm of uh, health, we have to think beyond willpower, discipline, doubling down, going harder. So instead we have to think about, does our environment set us up for success? And so the first place that I'd like to look at is that, can we create automation? You know, if you think about some of our habits, our routines, it's just what we do. You don't think about getting a cup of coffee in the morning. You just know you're gonna wake up, you're gonna put your feet down on the ground and you're gonna walk over to the coffee pot. And you know, you, you either set it up the night before or you're you know, doing whatever your coffee ritual is in the morning. So I want you to start thinking about what are some of the things you can start to automate around your health and your fitness. You know, I call this your non-negotiables, right? This helps to reduce the friction, basically reduce the should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I, and take that decision-making out of the, out of it. And it's, it's like, this is what I'm already going to do. And I've, as I've described non-negotiables, non-negotiables at the beginning are challenging, but they're doable, right? And so when I started this process, my challenge, my non-negotiables were eat a big ass salad every single day with protein, move my body 30 minutes, three times a week, sleep seven hours. Those are my non-negotiables. Once they became easy for me, and it's just what I do, I don't even really think about it anymore. Boom, I've moved on. So now my non-negotiables are making sure I have 400 to 800 uh, grams of vegetables every single day, reading a book for uh, 10 minutes each day, and breath work, 10 minutes each day. Those are my three things. Boom, that's what I'm working on right now. So I want you to think about what are some of the things that you can start to create automation in your life? So what can be your non-negotiables? The second place is flow, right? Flow is just, it's just what you do. So the first three non-negotiables that I said, it's just what I do. I automatically at nine o'clock, my body's like, hey girl, it's time to power down your engines. And so I can get my seven hours of sleep on the other side. You know, I automatically go to the grocery store and I buy enough fruits and vegetables so that I am making sure I have that big ass salad every single day. So it could be something as simple as I set my clothes out the night before. When I know I'm gonna work out, I know the next day, I set up my clothes, including my underwear, right? Everything set out. So all I have to do is roll my ass out of bed and I'm, I'm, my clothes are ready to go. My workout's already, I know what I'm going to do for my workout the next morning. Boom, boom, boom. So the decisions over here, 
I'll have to think about it. I'm ready to rumble. Okay. So how can you get into the flow? What, you know, what barriers can we take out of these decisions, make it automated so that it's able to flow, you know, um, drinking more water. I put this, I fill this up with ice and water the night before, and I put it on my sink. For those of you who are not watching the video, it is a, uh, a Yeti, uh, a Yeti glass. I'm going to take a sip from it right now. I take a Yeti glass. I fill it up with water and I put it in my bathroom. When I wake up, it's the first thing I do grab that water bottle. And I start sipping my water before I even have a cup of coffee. So I've created the flow I've created, you know, um, they talk about habits need a cue. I've created a cue. The cue is I see this water bottle and I drink from the water bottle. And I, I'm drinking from that water bottle as I'm putting my clothes on to get ready for my workout. Or if I'm not, if it's day that I'm planning to go for a walk, I'm drinking that water as I, again, put my clothes on to go for my walk because I don't go in my pajamas because people think I was a mental patient. So I drink the water and I walk, I, I, I drink my water as I'm walking. So by the time I have my first cup of coffee, I've had at least half of I don't even know. I think this is like 30 something ounces. I've had a half of this water before I've even had my first cup of coffee. So I've created these little, like little um, cues along the way. You know, it could be when I was learning, trying to get my first pull-up in my house, I had a pull-up bar next to my, uh, my, next to the bedroom in my bathroom. So I would literally do a pull-up before I went to the bathroom, right? So it was just, it was just my way of greasing the group. So what are some things, you know, can you set your weight out somewhere in your house? Can you put your clothes out? Can you put your shoes by the, by the front door? Or maybe you work out outside of the house or work out after work, put the gym bag right by the door. So you can't miss grabbing it, you know, um, make your lunch the night before. What are some of the ways we can start to automate things and get things into flow? So it's just, it's what you do, right? Like you're not even really doing much, much thinking about it. Finally here, identify what are the barriers? What is going to get in your way, including you, right? You can be a barrier to it. So it's like, what is it about you that's stopping you? Is it I'm picking things that are just too hard for me right now? You know, am I saying that I must get up at 5 a.m. and do a crazy ass boot camp? Um, or, you know, must I pick, you know, someone told me that they went to kickboxing class and that's how they lost all the weight. So got your sweet ass. I'm going to kickboxing. We need to start thinking about what are we going to get excited about? Like what's realistic for us? Like if 5 a, like 5 a.m. workouts aren't realistic for me. Like the thought of getting, the thought of being physically someplace for 5 a.m. workout, I would be like sweet Georgia Brown. The only time I've ever gone to the gym at 5 a.m. is if I couldn't sleep the night before. And I was like, well, might as well get up instead of tossing and turning where, you know, I have some clients who are freaking the rooster, right? They wake up and they're like, you know, one of my, one of my clients, her gym used to open up at four. Ah! And she was pissed that they, you know, now moved it back to five. So she's like, oh, I really can't get in all my workout. And I'm like, oh my God, like the thought of being sweat at 4 a.m., even if, even vacation, I, you know, I choose that early flight and then I'm like, dang, why not pick that flight? <laughs> so think about it, right? What are the barriers? And so as I create my barriers, I'm going to start to think if X happens, then Y. So I tell myself I'm going to work out on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If I miss my Monday workout, then I will work out on Tuesday, right? 
if I miss my Monday workout, then I'll work out on Saturday, right? I, you know, I've, or if I miss my Monday workout, then I will come home and do why, right? So it's, I've already pre-programmed myself to say, this is, this is my ideal scenario, but life happens. It happens to everybody. Here's my plan B. And I always say this to my clients, like I do this naturally just because of what I did for a living. Before I was in fitness, I was a meeting planner. And as a meeting planner, shit happens a lot. And so I always had to come up with a plan B, sometimes up down to D for, you know, you land in a facility, they tell you they have whatever they promise you that they have, and they don't have it. So you're just like, okay, if they don't have it, you know, I have a backup plan in my mind, ready to go. If I, if I, if the shit hits the fan. So I want you to start thinking about like, what are your barriers? And if you want to have someone to just talk about this brainstorming, like raise your hand, right? I'm here. That's what I'm here for. I can help support you in that because winners create winning environments, right? We create, we set ourselves up for success. And so if you find yourself not feeling successful regularly, let's talk because some of you are way too hard on yourself. That's one. One of you are very like your bar is up here. This is where I must achieve. And if I'm not working at this like level that no one on the planet can ever aspire to do, then I suck. Right. So I want you to really start thinking about how can we set ourselves these small goals so that we build build momentum along the way, right? Instead of thinking about motivation, I want you to think about momentum, right? Let's get into momentum because when I get into momentum, if you think about like a, a rolling stone, right? Rolling down the hill, like once that rolling stone gets, it's just, it's just what you do, right? It, you're just, you're like, I don't know how to stop. I'm, I'm, I'm in momentum because motivation is like stops and starts, right? Because all it takes is like one little like stick in the spokes for you to just flip over the handlebars. So I want you to start, start thinking about like, what do you want? This is the first place that everyone, they tell me they want to feel healthy. Okay. But healthy is this big nebulous word, like specifically, like sit down and be okay with like asking for the most ridiculous stuff, right? Dare to dream, like say, this is what you want. And it doesn't have to be altruistic. It doesn't have to be like, oh, for, I want to be healthy for my family. If you want to be healthy for your family, great, but don't feel like that's what it has to be. Like if I'm out of alignment with what I want, then it's going to be, I'm, I'm always going to feel like, you know, that, that awkwardness, right? For me, I, I, and I was just share with this. I am vain. My whole, my whole reason why I work out is one reason. I want to look in the mirror and feel good about myself. That is my number one reason why I work out. The second reason is that when I show up and teach a class or I show up and I talk about health and fitness, I want people to look at me and be like, I don't want people looking at me and be like, dang, does she even work out? No, I want you to look at me and be like, you know what? She walks her walk. Those are my two, that's, those are my two whys. That is why I do it. That's my motivation, right? That's what gets me out of bed. That's what helps me to say, okay, Kim, let's do it. Let's go, let's go, let's go. You have to have that same thing. And again, those two things, they're not altruistic. It's vain. And I will admit that I am, I'm vain about that. And I want you to start thinking about like, that's my ideal outcome. My ideal outcome is that I want to wake up, look at myself in the mirror and like what I see. Cause for a lot of years, I didn't look at myself in the mirror because I didn't like what I see. And so for so for those of you who are avoiding the mirror, maybe that's your why. Um, 
and I, I identify my obstacles. I know my obstacles. And when I do identify my obstacles, one of the biggest things I had to create boundaries for myself. I had to, I, I work for myself. So it's really easy for me to just work, 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 work. I had to say, I had to say, you know, this is, this is when I'm going to stop working. This is when I'm going to respond to clients. This is when I'm not going to respond to clients. You know, this is how many clients I'm going to take on, you know, so I had to create this box. This is how many days I'm going to take off. So I really had to come up with structure and be okay with it. So many of us put onto it that like, if I don't get the job done, no one else will do it and put all this meaning on me being the martyr. And I did that for a long time. So I'm, this is not judgment. This is me saying I did that. And then eventually it burnt me out. And I spent a lot of years trying to dig out from my burnout. And I don't want the same thing to happen to you. So I want you to start thinking about, you know, what are your barriers? And, but also feel like everyone has to be your beginner, right? Like realize that you're going to suck at things. Reading. I love to read, but I suck at it right? I suck at, I suck at making of time for it. And so I had to figure out what's a time that I could just sit down, boop, read. And so it's, for me, it's first thing in the morning, first thing in the morning, 10 pages, boom, done, read, check the box, move on. And that's the reason why I work out first thing in the morning. Cause it's like, I know if I don't work out first thing in the morning, it's very easy for the day to get away from me. So I'm like, you know what, before anyone ever wakes up, and I'm sorry, unless if you want me at 6 a.m., you better be needing a kidney or you're dead. <laughs> Those are the two reasons why someone should text me before 6 a.m. But like before 6 a.m., I'm like, that's, that's Kim time, right? So I've incorporated my reading into my Kim time, all right? And then planning, right? You have to make a plan. So many times, yeah, yeah, I get to, I get to it. You know, I have a girl who's been like, she's like, oh, she's like, I really need to set myself, my, my house up to work out. I really need to set my house up to work out. She's been telling me that for almost a year. And so as a coach, I'm like, you can only do what you're ready and willing to do. I can plant seeds. We can talk about it. We can talk about what you're going to do, but you are the person who has to do the action, right? I, <clears throat> I can't do my, your push-ups for you. I can prescribe push-ups, but you have to be the person who's, <coughs> excuse me, you're the, probably the person who sits down and says, you know what, today's the day I'm going to do my push-ups and stick with it. All right. So that is, that's your assignment right now. Your assignment is to sit back and say, okay, what does my environment look like? How do I create automation? How do I create flow? How, do, what are the barriers for that? And that way I can really get clear about like making that plan, like taking that first step forward. And that first step forward doesn't have to be a sprint. That first step can be literally a step. You know, think about uh, children when they first step, are they like sprinting? No, they're bobbling around like a drunken sailor. And so be okay with being a beginner. Um, and I'll leave you with this one thought. And it just, oh, I, every time I have those like, I should be getting there faster feelings. Um, there was a, uh, I don't even know who said it, but every master was a disaster, right? Every master was once a disaster. And I say it over and over and over again to myself. It's my mantra when I feel like I'm not do, I'm not good enough, right? Every master was once a disaster. Um, and there's a, uh, a documentary. That's it. The doc, uh, there's a documentary it should be out now, if not pretty soon on Tony Hawk. And if you don't know who Tony Hawk is, Tony Hawk is pretty much the 
aspirational person of everyone who's ever wanted to be a skateboarder. He did some just, he did some shit on a skateboard that like no one even thought to do on a skateboard. And so he talks about like how he, you know, banged his, banged himself up in order to nail all the tricks that he is now no, uh, known for actually creating or perfecting. And so I want you to think about, and I, and I love that because many people look at, you know, people who are at the top of their game and they don't think that they have ever was a beginner. And so I really want you to think about, it's okay to be a beginner because it is the things I learned at the beginning of what I teach you, right? You know, I, I still stumble with some things. I still stumble with things that I, I, I am trying. Do I nail everything the first shot? No, I wish, but I don't nail everything. And, and I had to let go. I had to surrender that as long as I was trying, I was winning. And so that's, the, that's what I want you to leave you with. Two things. Every master is once a disaster. And, in I, and a, a failure is not a fait accompli. If I'm failing, I'm trying, right? I'm moving forward. So sometimes you get it. You know, I, I always say, if you want to see a change, you got to make a change. So if I keep doing the same shit and I ain't getting the results that I want, time to try new shit. All right, ladies, have a fabulous day and I will talk to you soon.